Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning, Alan. Good morning to your listeners. So, Carl, the confusion over the boundaries, you actually have a map in front of you because I can't answer half the questions people are asking about. Is my area in Wexford Wicklow now or is it in the new four-seat Wexford constituency? But you've actually, you're actually going to go through it for us. But before we even look into that, you were one of the many people who had put forward a submission and your submission, by all accounts, wasn't listened to. No, Alan, um, back in May when the uh, Boundary Commission... Uh, was asked to look at the Dáil constituencies. I think it's really important from the very beginning to make it clear to everybody that what we're talking about today, Alan, is only affecting the Dáil areas. The local election boundaries for council elections hasn't changed uh, and isn't changing for the upcoming election next June. So what we're talking about is the Dáil boundaries. And basically what happens is that every uh, census... Uh, the population of Ireland is counted and after that then the Boundary Commission or the Electoral Commission as they're now known as is asked to sit down and look at the boundaries and the Constitution of Ireland says that you can only have 30,000 people for every TD so in theory every 30,000 people is meant to be represented by one TD and that leads to a situation where boundaries have to be balanced and different constituencies have to be reapportioned. So in order to do that, the Boundary Commission sit down and they send out a request for submissions and they ask people, let us have your feedback, let us have your opinion, let us have what you think uh, the boundary should be, particularly given the fact that there's local connections to areas that mightn't be visible on maps, but people really do feel a part of an area. And in my submission, I thought it was very important representing the people of Enniscorthy to make a submission and I asked for two things from the Boundary Commission. Firstly, I asked that given that the Wexford constituency had been the entire county of Wexford for over 100 years, uh, that that would remain the case and that if they did have to split Wexford, that they wouldn't mix us in with any other county. There is approximately 170,000 people living in the county of Wexford and in my view that was enough uh, to make two so separate we're, we're 10,000 short of having a sixth deputy yes. by, if, if you're based on, on exactly, the given Exactly. Me, uh, so I asked that they'd keep the county together um, and secondly I asked as an Enniscorthy councillor that the Enniscorthy district would be kept in the one constituency because I think it's really important that people have an attachment uh, to their local area people have an identity from where they're from uh, and that those identities would be preserved but unfortunately both of those requests um, and in my submission uh, weren't heard and what we have now is a very artificial line uh, dividing County Wexford into two different constituencies with parts of South Wicklow coming in uh, to the North Wexford constituency. And your, your Fine Gael colleague, sitting deputy Paul Kyo, apparently he also, because I went down through the list of people who actually put in submissions, the Labour Party put in a submission, Senator Malcolm Byrne put in a submission, and uh, your, your colleague, your Fine Gael deputy Paul Kyo, also put in a submission. Um, and his submission obviously wasn't looked at either. No, Paul put in a very similar submission to, to mine. yours, was it? And he asked, um, as, a, as the Fine Gael party, we had sat down and discussed this, and we said that we thought it was important that the county be preserved and that the Enniscorthy uh, district, uh, which people would be familiar with, would be kept in the one Dáil constituency. Right. Um, and what has happened, Alan, is that in the Boundary Submissions report uh, that they have suggested that we have two constituencies, one in South Wexford, which is four seats, and one in North Wexford Wicklow, uh, which is three seats. But what they've done is they've created a very, very artificial line uh, for where the divide would actually be. And I'm going to just talk uh, people through from where exactly it is. So if you're um, up 
in the eastern side of County Wexford. The area surrounding... Yeah, will you go through that map for me yes. in detail, please? Just, if you can, if you can as best you can, um, just say where Wexford, which was currently in the, the, the old Wexford five-seater constituency, the parts of Wexford that are going into the Wexford Wicklow, or Wicklow-Wexford's yes. constituency. So the parts... The parts of Wexford uh, that are moving into the Wexford-Wicklow area are the whole area around Gorrie, uh, right down to Scarwalch. So specifically, anybody who is living in the Ballandagan area, Kilmichel, Bunclody, Castle Dockrell, Ballycarney, Ballandagan, Ferns, Monagir, Scarwalch, across to Kilmuckridge, they're all now have moved into the new Wexford-Wicklow constituency. And unfortunately, what that means is that people that I would represent at the moment that are in Marshallstown will be in the south Wexford area, yeah. while their adjoining parish of Castle Ockran and Ballandagan will be now in the Wexford Wicklow area. And as well, if you look at Kiltealy, the village of Kiltealy is now in the Wexford constituency, but everything north of that on the road from Kiltealy village heading towards Bunclody is now all in the Wicklow Wexford constituency. Where is Kilmuckridge? Uh, a lot of people have asked me where Kilmuckridge is. Where does that remain Kilmuckridge, in Wexford? Kilmuckridge is in the north. It's in the Wicklow-Wexford constituency. But right. Owlert uh, and the Ballock are in the south. They're in the Wexford constituency. So this is what I'm saying, Alan. As a line to be drawn, it's a very artificial line. And the areas that have been pushed into the Wexford-Wicklow constituency, they're very much, in my opinion, uh, a lot of those areas would have been in the traditional Enniscorthy council electoral area and that they wouldn't have um, been in the uh, Gorey area. And what we have here, Alan, is a situation where normally uh, the Boundary Commission, when they're looking at areas, they don't break up either counties or if they have to break up a county, they don't break up the council areas. And what they've done here is they've broken the Gorey area, the Kamukridge area, the Enniscorthy area, right to put it into Wicklow. So say for a guy like you who is going forward for election and um, you are in a situation where a, a member of the community comes to you, you need to get the advice of a TD. Can, could you find yourself in a situation where you'd be talking to whoever is representing the Enniscorthy area in Wexford, but you'll also have to go to whoever is elected in the Wexford-Wicklow constituency? It's known as the Wicklow-Wexford constituency. I'm just wearing the purple and gold and saying Wexford-Wicklow, but, but, but I mean, and a lot of people say that's the way it should be as well because we're a bigger county, but however, we won't go into that. Absolutely. Is that likely to happen to you then? It is. As a councillor next year? That's exactly. So for the last... Uh, or whatever the for the last four years as a, as a councillor representing the people of Enniscorthy, I've done a clinic in Enniscorthy, I've done a clinic in Ferns and a clinic in Bunclody. And what it means for the people that are living in Ferns and Bunclody, if I have an issue that's a national-based issue and I have to uh, seek the advice and the assistance of a TD, I will now be potentially dealing with a TD from Wicklow in order to make representations on behalf of the constituents of mine that live in Ferns and in Bunclody. Would you be tempted to go forward for the general election yourself, Carl, or is it too early in your career? Or what do you think? Well, my, my sole focus at the moment, Alan, is on uh, running for the council again. I'd like to hold my seat in Escorty. I think I have a track record of work that I can stand over over mm -hmm. the past four years, and I'd like to put my name forward for the council. Our local uh, Fine Gael TD is Paul Kyo, and I know that Paul has said to you that he will be uh, contesting uh, the next general election. Be that. And the big rumour machine is he could be contesting 
Wexford Wicklow or Wicklow Wexford is, is that what I mean can you shed any light on that and to be fair as to him I should put the question directly but you are a member of the party I and, am uh, and I, I've has it been discussed I've supported Paul in, in the previous uh, four general elections and I continue to do that in the next one mm-hmm. um, I think it's too soon to say just yet but it is where, being looked at is it where the party will be contesting yeah. but I would fully expect uh, Alan that the Fine Gael party will have a candidate in the Wexford constituency and in the Wicklow Wexford constituency uh, with a view to winning a seat in both I right. think we're in a strong position uh, to be able to contest uh, in both and win a seat and I do know that when the submissions were made um, the submission that seems to most closely resemble the outcome that we got uh, was Senator Malcolm Burns' uh, submission. And Malcolm's submission was very, very similar to the submission that they ultimately went with. But at the same time, I think that the Fine Gael Party will be contesting in the North Wexford and in the South Wexford uh, constituency uh, with a view to winning a seat in both. So it is possible that Paul Keogh could actually go into that Wexford? That has not been ruled out? No, no, not yet. And I suppose like all parties and the independents at the moment, uh, there's a lot of analysis being done internally. I know that the Fine Gael Party will be meeting in the next two weeks uh, once the numbers have been crunched with a view to planning uh, its tactics uh, and its plan for the next uh, general election, uh, whenever that might be. But I know from my perspective that uh, should Paul Keogh decide to run again, he'll have my full support and commitment, uh, as what has been the case for the past four uh, general elections. Uh, I have a comment in from a listener who says people should read the Electoral Commission report. It explains the rationale behind their decisions. It also shows the makeup of the new constituencies. There was also going to be a split of County Wexford because of population growth. So, like there are, I mean, your Fine Gael colleague, uh, Dear Madericks, welcomed it and welcomed it broadly. Can you understand where he was coming from? Yeah, um, so obviously, Alan, there is a significance being placed on having a TD. Uh, in your local area and I think it's very important that there is representation and access to uh, TDs for people no matter where in the county that they live but at the moment our five TDs operate on a county-wide basis and while I do appreciate that there's no TD uh, currently based in Gorey uh, going into the last general election there was two mm. there was Michael Darcy and Malcolm Byrne and elections have a habit of throwing up surprises um, and there is potentially in this new Wicklow-Wexford constituency because Arklow will be the biggest town uh, in the constituency there is the potential island that Wexford might have none or even only one of the three seats mm-hmm. and that rather than County Wexford as a whole gaining a TD potentially there is the chance that we could lose a TD and Do I you think honestly believe that, that we mightn't get any of the three seats? I do. I think it's a real risk, Alan, because the people that I speak to in Ferns and in Bunclody and in Castle Lockwell feel they're very disenfranchised. And they're asking the question now, well, will I turn out and bother to vote? What connection do I have with Arklow? What connection do the people of, uh, of South Wicklow have yeah. to me? Okay. And when you have that level of disenfranchisement and people are reluctant to turn out and feel that there's not a point uh, in voting, that's not good for local democracy and that's not good for representation for uh, County Wexford. I think that will make it harder for any candidate that stands in the Wicklow-Wexford constituency from a Wexford perspective uh, to win a seat up there and I think it's going to be a real challenge for anyone who's. And again just to counteract that Dermot when I was speaking to him believes we could get two of those three seats so are you at loggerheads with your own party man? Well I suppose we just have a difference of opinion but the people that uh, I'm speaking to particularly in the area that I represent down in Ferns, Bunclody, uh, Castle Lockerl areas 
they feel that the because the population isn't at that side of the constituency and because Arklow is the biggest town and because there's a huge part of Wicklow, such as the town of Ockram, that have yeah. come into the constituency, uh, that their representation is going to be too far away to justify turnout to vote, which right. I think is bad for local local representation and access to a politician. The plot thickens, doesn't it? It gets more interesting by the day and my, my understanding is this is not for turning. This, this is No, stone, but yeah. I would say, Alan, if I might just make one point, I think it's time that we look at our constitution and have a referendum. The fact that we're tied so strictly to 30,000 uh, people per TD from a constitution that was enacted uh, in the late 1930s, we need to modernise. I think we have too many politicians. I think that the limit should be far higher and that we should see a reduction in the number of TDs. And I think that that... What would you ideally like to see? A population of what? Well, I think that, um, being honest about it, I think that one TD per 100,000 is is plenty. We have too many politicians at the That's not far away from what Tony Dempsey said to me the other day, the former TD. He's of a similar mindset to that. And I suppose, like, it is a strange thing for a politician to come in and say that we have too many politicians, but I, I really do think that. And I think that there's too much duplication of work between different politicians representing the same constituents and duplication and a lack of efficiency. And as the co- as the population of Ireland continues to grow, County Wexford grew uh, 10% between the last census and this census, and I see that continuing to happen into the future, we're going to have to have another change after the next census, potentially in two or three years, and we'll have potentially even more chaos then. So I think a referendum, the sooner the better, cut the number of politicians, uh, increase the amount of people that can okay. be represented by one. Uh, I'm going TD. to throw that out to our Morning Mix listeners. Do they agree with you? Cut the level of TDs, increase. The, the, the question you're raising, increase at 100,000 uh, Yeah, I TD. think they should have 100,000 people represented by one okay. TD rather than 30,000, okay. which is the limit. That's the, that's the question we put out to our Morning Mix. There's 100,000 represented by one TD. Do you agree with Cahal? Yes or no? Text us on 0873737956 or WhatsApp us. Thank you for joining me in studio this morning. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.